Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we have another topic for you. I am going to hand the mic and let Tashanda introduce us to our topic for today. Yeah, so today is a little bit different. This hit home. We were actually having a conversation, but it's about what is our expectation based on our history as, mm. as Black Americans today? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, like our entitlement? No, like our responsibility to the oh. people who's going to come after us. Mm. What is our responsibility? Mm. Like when you think about like uh, Martin Luther King and mm-hmm. and even before that Frederick Douglass and, and all mm-hmm. they, they all had a different responsibility, like bringing us out of slavery, mm. educating us, um, equality. In the, mm. Like like what now? When you think about now, we're millennials. What mm. is our responsibility to the next generation? That's an interesting topic. Um, I think someone was recently talking about this around me I don't remember participating in the conversation but they were saying that our generation like we're like the first generation where education is like the standard for Mm -hmm. our generation's kids right at minimum through high school you know a lot of our grandparents didn't even graduate high school or middle school right because they were going to work Um, and then even some of our generation our parents didn't finish high school, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think now we see a lot of people finishing high school and even just a lot of people finishing college as well. I mean, I even think about like, like now I meet people and they're like, I have a doctorate and it's normal. Mm -hmm. I I have Mm -hmm. multiple masters. I've been in business for so long. I I have this expertise. I've I've done so many things. I think that we have to acknowledge as a community now there's enough of us to really make a difference for the next generation like i remember when i was going off to college i didn't have a a baseline for understanding what i was walking into my mom Mm -hmm. didn't go off to school none of my aunts and uncles went off to school and i was sitting there like i don't know what to expect i was shaking (laughs) in my boots and and now there's no reason that a a young african-american person or any person of color should have to walk into that circumstance and not have somebody who can reach out to them and say, right. here's what to expect. Here's how to right. handle this. Here's what to plan for. Right. right. And, and I just think that we haven't talked about our responsibility to our community based on where we are. We're no longer in that place where right. we have to battle the, the things, pulling people out of slavery, right? right. Or making sure everyone has, that's, I wouldn't say some, in some cases, yes, but like simple things. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're so far past that right. and we need to acknowledge that as a community, make action on it. Yeah. And I mean, and I know, I know, I know, you know, like there's still some areas in which we experience a lot of hardship, mm-hmm. right? We're not negating any of that, but I think we do have to, we have to look at some of the wins that we've had, yep. right? And I think that that certainly is one of them, right? Home ownership now is a little different, although Wells Fargo, we're not going to talk about you <laughs> and your discriminatory <laughs> mortgage practices. Um, but there is a lot more home ownership, education, yep. business ownership. Even I just came back from a conference. I'm like, even high level executives, C-suite members, right? All of these people who now have influence, power, money, authority, who can reach back to younger generations and yep. pull them up along with them. And, and I really think that we have to acknowledge, though, I, I think <laughs> uh, it's so funny. It's coming to me as I'm saying it, but 
We, for so long, especially in like a, a corporate American environment, we have been so focused on ourselves and of, mm-hmm. of, of, of pulling ourselves up or, or getting ahead and whatnot. Now we have to understand that there's a sphere of influence in whatever you do mm-hmm. that you have. Um, I, I met a beautician recently and she was saying that she has her instructor's license and, and the things mm-hmm. that she's been through. And, and her communication was so funny. I was talking about the hardships of finding a good petition. And she's like, I don't understand why. She's like, I don't have to market now. I don't go out and, and have people. And she's like, I'm booked. And wow. quite frankly, wow. she was like, I'm booked and I don't work the old school mm-hmm. cosmetology hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking about in, in everything that we do, we have these people who are great at it. Right. We we right. have people who can enact change and, and do things and, and we don't I don't think that we have made a commitment to pass those down or to be responsible mm. for those types of communication and education to ourselves. And right. you have to acknowledge though, right. the reason that black people are behind in in, mm. in finances and whatnot is, is yes, it's it's systemic from the history of everything that's gone through. But more mm-hmm. than anything, we have to recognize ourselves as a community of people. Right, right. And, and work as such. I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> that made me think of, uh, I, owned, I owned a nail salon uh, several years ago, but um, I went to purchase product. I think I told you this story before. Mm-hmm. I went to purchase product and, and in the nail business, most of you guys know this, this is a, a largely Asian market. Right, mm-hmm. that they own all the nail supply places as well as all the, the nail salons yes, Lord, and all Monopoly. those things. Um, and so I actually went out to buy my, it was this huge order that I was going to do. This was the start of my nail salon, whatever. And I had a young lady who was helping me at first. Um, and she was a college student. And I knew this because she had to leave. She's like, oh, I only have so much time to help you. Um, and she had to leave. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I have to go now because I really am going to be late for class if I don't leave now. Mm-hmm. But someone else in the store could help you. And so I, I had this, like I had two carts full of, it had to be thousands of dollars worth wow. of supplies. And I went to the older gentleman who was at the store. I said, hey, you know, you're person had to leave and she was helping me can you help me and he refused to help me wow um wow he refused to help me um and 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 i was devastated like i was like i can't believe he's not gonna help me like that's crazy this is money like yeah <laughs> lots so of money crazy. and he wouldn't help me and as i got more into the business there were a lot of doors that were closed in my face i was actually told by a nail tech or nail salon owner that I'd gone to for five years, at least twice, twice a month for five years, that black people didn't own nail salons. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I kept running into this. And and so to put this in context now, you have to understand that other cultures support themselves, Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. that white people spend money with white people, Asians spend money with Asians. Right. Right. Like, like the only way that we really move black the black community forward is mm-hmm. if we support one another. Right. Yeah, I've been having a whole internal struggle about this late really? as of late. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about number one, how many points that I have for my credit cards <laughs> is a lot, right? I'm <laughs> grateful. Okay. I'm making the point. <laughs> so that came out of left field. But it's, it's high because of the amount of money I spend. Yeah. Right? Yeah how much money that I can spend throughout the year. 
And so when I think about how much of that was spent with black businesses, I saw, I think I saw a documentary about this. Like somebody, there's a lady, well, there are lots of people who actually calculate the percentage that they spend with black business throughout oh, wow. the entire year. Yeah. And they have a goal to spend a certain percentage every year. And how else can you know if you did it, if you don't have meticulous tracking. Yeah, yeah. But so anywho, as a long tangent to say, like I really feel like compelled and like a huge desire to spend more with I for me it's just minority businesses in general for me that includes any people of color and women for me that's how I've defined it Mm -hmm. and so I haven't really made a lot of action on this I mean I've been thinking about it for a few months so I'm I must not feel that bad about it (laughs) but but it's been on my mind and on my heart and so Recently, I just met, you know, I went to a conference where, you know, they've been, t- they were talking about different vendors for stuff like dishwashing liquid, right? Stuff, stuff that you, I order a lot from Amazon. So stuff that I can not spend with Amazon, mm-hmm. a company who, you know, has sort of a bad reputation about how they're treating employees at the moment. Like, do I want to really support that or do I want to support my community? Yeah. And thinking about how, what action I can take every day by where I'm just spending my dollar and what that does for the next generation. Yeah. So <laughs> it sounds like you're like reprimanding yourself. So are you saying... I am reprimanding myself <laughs> because I ain't, I haven't taken any action. I yeah, mean, I mean uh, honestly, you, you say that and, I, and I'm thinking about it. Uh, I don't either. I haven't taken any action in making sure that I'm spending... Like I do, like if I'm actively seen mm-hmm. or out and about, right? I, I'll try to do that. But like for my regular purchases, like I just ordered school supplies and yeah. I, I didn't even, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. But that's the stuff that we should like, yep. I literally for my job, I reprimand companies for not having diversity in their suppliers and who yep. they purchase from. And what am I over here doing? Like <laughs> ordering from Amazon. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, so, so in thinking about this though, I'm hearing though that we need to be more conscientious is the first thing of, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. making sure that we're investing. And I would say that it's it's, it's about the dollar, yes, mm-hmm. but it's also about your time and your experience and your knowledge. So how are you mm-hmm. investing those things? Right. What else right. would you say? On in general, mm-hmm. I think you're right about the time and the knowledge. Like when you were talking earlier, when we were talking about reaching back to the other, you know, younger generations, that could be through mentoring, right? Could just be education, doing talks or what have you. I think those are some really good ways. Um, mentorship being a huge one, really good ways to invest in in the next generation coming up so that they don't have to waste the time, waste the energy um, and making the same mistakes that we had to make to get to, you know, some of the things that we've been able to achieve. Yeah. Anything else you'd say? So invest in the time, the money. Um, Our responsibility to the next generation, to the next generation. I think that's it for me. I okay. I don't know. Is there anything else lingering in your mind? I, I would know. say, oh well, you said mentorship, but like spending mm-hmm. time. Spending time. Yeah, it, this just popped in my head, but I was talking to my significant other and he was saying he went back home and he's like, you know, it's so weird that none of his elders actually reach out to him. Like he, mm-hmm. he was expecting, I don't know, he had this ideal in his head that his uncles or his, you know, cousins that are older, they mm-hmm. would like call him and check on him and spend time with him. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was saying, he's like, 
my family's not, you know, doing what I thought that they would do. And I was like, wait, do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, oh, man, I didn't think about it like that. I right. was like, well, you, you're you up there now. You're no longer one yeah. of the young ones. Well, how do you do that in, in your daily life? And so I, I, I do think that that's important to just the spending the time aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think we said it all. I think that it's important that we acknowledge that we have gifts. We have we have tools that generation before us just didn't have. I know. Yeah. And they didn't have the anything, opportunity. To, right. I was like, not anything that there was that was their fault. Right. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have the access that we have now today. And I guess I would say the last part, like the last anecdote I would add, I was talking to some executive and they were like, yeah, I my calendar is always open and I leave it open intentionally so that people can book time with me, right? Mm-hmm. But I end up meeting with a lot more, this was a black executive, a lot more white people than black people because the black people don't reach out to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And like, she's like, but the white people, they're there. <laughs> they want to ask all the questions, but she yeah. always tells people, open door, all this. So that's number one, I think, to back up your point about us reaching out, younger people reaching out to the older people to learn and get some wisdom and knowledge, but also older people giving that wisdom yeah. and knowledge. I was gonna say, so I, I don't wanna open a whole nother can of arms, but mm-hmm. her experience that she having mm-hmm. is pretty standard. Yeah, it is. Um, and then the reason that it's standard, there's a history behind it, but it's about the perception of, of black people talking to black people in the workplace and, mm-hmm. and not being professional yes, and having yeah. friendships and all these things. So I, I would put a little onus, a little bit more onus on her to say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. this is probably why you're experiencing that. Yeah. This is what you can do to help alleviate some of those barriers that exist. Yeah, no, I definitely think that's, yeah, definitely they have to reach out as well. I mean, I think the only other thing that I would add is like now with the internet, like this is to me the game changer that our our older generations didn't have. Mm-hmm. But like our access to things is unparalleled. Like yeah. We get direct access to literally anywhere in the world. Any piece of knowledge or information that we want or desire is literally at our fingertips. And yep. so I think along with those other things, our responsibility to the past generations, like the generation has a responsibility to seek out the knowledge, the time, the wisdom and all the things that exist and are available to them. Take advantage of those things because our ancestors did not have them. Yeah. I think that's great. I think you said it. All right, y'all. So until next time, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And, and we, we are, are Black, Black Girl Fly. Girl Fly.